Hi, hi, hi. It's time to hit the math grind. This is After Class with Miss Donovan, the first episode for our algebra feed. Woo woo. If you're not taking Algebra 1, you might be on the wrong episode or in the wrong place. But if you are taking Algebra 1, please sit tight and listen. Just a quick overview of what we will be doing. We'll be going over every single day this week and what we have learned. And this will be posted on Thursday night right before the test so you can have a quick extra tool of study. I guess that's it. Let's get into the math. Okay, let's get into our first segment. Our first segment of our podcast is always going to be our Mathematician of the Week, just because it's important to learn about some famous mathematicians of all genders, races, and every ability level, just so we know that we too can be just like them. So our first Mathematician of the Week goes to Amelie, otherwise known as Emmy Nather. She was born on March 23rd, 1882, and died April 14th, 1933. Emmy was born in a German family where her father was a mathematician. This is the main reason she was able to study mathematics in a world where women didn't have a place in academia. She spent most of her career taking classes for no credit and teaching other, others under a false name for no pay because she was a woman. Her work shaped the way modern abstract algebra and physics work today. So she was pretty much a trailblazer knowing her. She was able to do all this stuff even though she was a woman at a time when women had no place in mathematics. Albert Einstein wrote about her upon her death in the judgment of the most competent living mathematicians. Fraulein Neither was the most significant creative mathematical genius thus far produced since the higher education of women began. So that is our Mathematician of the Week. Go Emmy for just being straight up awesome. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Okay, let's get into Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday's target, aka the first day of school, August 31st, 2020, was today I will get to know my classmates and Miss Donovan, as well as get comfortable with Google Classroom. We had an agenda of our attendance question, which was, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? We did our introduction activity where we had a Google slide and everyone made their own slide of themselves so we could get to know each other. That was worth five points, and if you did not do that, you should go do that right now and turn it in. It's an easy five points you should go grab. Next, we did our Noah's Ark activity, which was meant to challenge our brain and make sure we could get Cami working. If we're still unsure or have questions with Cami, look at the resources under general information or email Miss Donovan. That would be me. And the last thing we did was a virtual classroom tour. We looked at our Google Classroom as well as our classroom website. So if we need help finding anything, just definitely look there or again, send Miss Donovan myself an email. Our homework for today was to finish the introduction activity, make sure it has a name, a picture, and answers all the questions. Then we had our About Me forum, which is a pretty easy 10 points you just needed to turn in. That's already 15 homework points right there between those two activities. And it was suggested that you read the syllabuses in the target-based grading sheet, but not mandatory because we will be going over that on Tuesday. That looks like it's it for Monday, Monday, Monday. Let's get into Tuesday. Club going up. Tuesday. Okay, Algebra 1, welcome back. Um, let's talk about Tuesday. On Tuesday, our attendance question was, if you were a WWE wrestler, what would your walkout song be? And I got a lot of I don't know, so I hope you're trying to figure that out for me. And then also a lot of really awesome songs to listen to now. Okay, so after our attendance question, we did our Mathematician of the Week. Um, with our Mathematician of the Week, I already talked about her in this podcast, so we're not going to talk about her again. Um, after that, we did a really cool project, I would say, where, um, or like kind of like 
classwork-ish where I asked you to write a tweet about yourself, 208 characters or less, and put it in the comments of the Zoom and so we could all get to know each other a bit. That was really fun. I was really like glad to learn a little bit more about y'all. And then after that, I talked about our Flipgrid assignment. So remember, um, the Flipgrid, you could find that under homework for Tuesday. So it'd be Tuesday 0901-2020 homework. Um, it must include your name, must be at least 60 seconds long, but no longer than 90. And you can include any of your favorite colors, sports, sports team, activities, food, anything about your family, your pets, whatever. Be creative. It's a total of 10 points. After that, we basically had the most boring class ever where I went over the syllabuses because we have a long syllabus with like a lot of general algebra one policies. And then my mini syllabus about what I do. We also went over uh, the target-based grading sheet. And if you have any questions or anything on that, I'm going to try and make a video about that, explaining it a little more. And then as well as after that, we went through, oh, rats. So if we make a mistake, what do we think? We think rats. Remember, or relax and remember, analyze, try again, and then strategize and start over or success. So remember, if you're making mistakes or you don't know what to do, think about oh rats because I'm going to ask you if you went through the process and how you did before I help you just so we're all going through our own processes and trying to like learn things as we go. And basically the, after that, class was over. So if you had any other questions um, about anything we went over, on Tuesday, let me know. Again, if you didn't turn in the Flipgrid for Tuesday, you still have time to do so. I will still accept it. Um, just remember that you have to let me know when you post it. As well, that sounds like that's it for Tuesday. So let's get on to it and let's go to Wednesday. It is Wednesday, my dudes. So it's Wednesday, my dudes. We're going to recap our Wednesday. So we had two targets on Wednesday. It was our actual first day of our review material. So our targets were I can combine like terms and a problem, and I can solve problems using the distributive property. So we had a note sheet today, and I had asked you to either use Kami, OneNote, print out the note sheet and write on it, and take notes while watching a video that I made. So the first part of it, we talked about the parts of an expression and how there are two. There's the variable term, and then there are the constant terms. So variable terms are pretty well known as terms with a variable. And constant terms are terms without a variable. So they're just a number. So a variable term is going to have any variable. So like let's say the letter X, the letter C, any letter in the alphabet. If it is there, it is the variable term. A lot of times variables also have coefficients. So coefficients are the number in front of the variable. And constant terms, again, are just numbers by themselves. So if you had like X plus 1, 1 would be the constant term. When we were combining like terms, we were going to look for two things. Um, terms that had the same variables and terms that have the same exponents. And then we were reminded if there is no exponent or coefficient, there means there, that means there is an invisible 1 as the exponent or the coefficient. So then we went through a few problems. So the first thing we did was we would make sure that it had the same variable and that that variable had the same exponent. Our first problem was 3y minus y. So both had a variable of y. Both had no exponent, so they had the same exponent. So we did 3 minus 1, so we did the coefficients, and got 2y as our answer. So again, then we did 2, 3, 4, and 5, and they were all about combining like terms. Remember again, they must have the same variable and the same exponent. Then we found the perimeter. 
So we were given the perimeter of a triangle and one of a rectangle, and we had to add them together and combine like terms. And basically, we found the perimeter in an expression, as an expression. So we didn't actually figure out what x was. We just figured out the perimeter as an expression with a variable term. So then we started working on our distributive property. And one thing we have to remember is we have to distribute the number in front of the of the parentheses, the coefficient in front of the parentheses, to every single term in the parentheses. Don't skip it. Don't pass it up. Every single term. So the first one we started with was 3 times in parentheses x plus 8. So we had to make sure we multiplied the 3 by x and by 8. So first we did 3 times x and got 3x. And then we did plus 3 times 8 and got 24. So our final answer was 3x plus 24. Now we had to do that and make sure we kept the negative and positive signs the same too. So you have to make sure that you are checking uh, the addition, subtraction signs, and the positive and negative parts of the numbers when distributing. Again, the number outside of the parentheses goes to every single term inside the parentheses when distributing. So to put it all together, to simplify an expression means to ensure there are no parentheses and no like terms. So to do this, you need to distribute first if needed, then combine like terms. So the last part of our lesson, we did both. We would distribute, and then we combined like terms. So again, only the number that is right in front of the parentheses. So like for number three in that section, we had seven minus four times x plus one. Um, you didn't multiply the 7, you just multiplied the minus 4 because the 7 was not being multiplied, that was not being distributed. So make sure you're being careful. Then you had two worksheets. One of them was never say die, which ended up being a little harder than we wanted, and another distribution worksheet. Um, make sure you have that turned in. It will be for three points. Don't worry about the never say die worksheet if you don't get it. Uh, the problems on the quiz are are the assessment are not going to be as hard as that. So let's get on to Thursday. Okay, just remember Thursday. Thursday. Can you remember Thursday? <laughs> yeah, so Tuesday? <laughs> Thursday. Look, if you need help remembering, just think of it like this. The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? Okay, so we're going to go over Thursday. Thursday was our second day of review. Um, our goals were, our target was, I can solve one-step equations, and I can determine if a given number is a solution. You had a one-step equation worksheet, um, and then there were four practice problems at the bottom of the note sheet that you had to do for homework as well. So make sure you turn that in if you haven't, but we're just going to get started with our solving one-step equations. So what we did first when we went through our note sheet was we went through coefficients, like terms, and which terms are like terms of a bunch of them. So kind of like yesterday, we remember that coefficients are the number in front of the variable in the variable term, and like terms have the same variable and the same coefficient. So if they don't have a variable and they don't have a coefficient, they're called constants. So remember, constants are also a type of like terms. Then we looked at a lot of simple equations. So remember, equations have an equal sign. And what that means is one side of the equation is equal to the other side of the equation. So each side of an equation is perfectly balanced of the other side. That's why we say the left side equals the right side. So then we show two images of balance. 
one was not balanced and the other was perfectly equal and balanced. We want to make sure when we're solving one-step equations, we keep our equations perfectly equal and balanced. So think of those two balances we showed and how one was tipped up a little bit. We want the one that is even. So x is a mystery number. It's called the variable. And we need to use our algebra skills to help find the missing number. Sometimes they're easy, so we can use common sense to find the number. And sometimes we have to solve one-step equations. So for one-step equations, there are like two things you need to make sure you're doing. One, you have to do the opposite operation to isolate the variable and get it all by itself. So what's the opposite operation of addition? It's subtraction. What's the opposite operation of subtraction? It's addition. What's the opposite operation of multiplication? It's division. And the opposite operation of division is multiplication. And then we have to make sure we do the same things to both sides. So then we went through a couple examples. Our first example was x plus 3 equals 12. Well, the first thing we want to do is do the opposite operation so we can get x by itself. So we subtracted 3 from both sides because we want to keep the equation balanced. So we did x plus 3 minus 3 and equals 12 minus 3, and we got x equals 9. Then we did the same thing with subtraction. You got x minus 3 equals 12. So then we added 3 to both sides. So we had x minus 3 plus 3. Canceled out the 3. And then we had 12 plus 3. And we got x equal to 15. We did the same thing with the multiplication one and the division one. So our multiplication one was 3x equals 12. To get rid of the 3, you have to divide both sides by 3. So we had 3 divided by 3 and 12 divided by 3. So we got x equals 4. And then the same thing on the other side, we had, or for the division one, we had x is our x over 4, and it was in a fraction, so it was x divided by 4. To get rid of that division, we multiplied both sides by 4, and we got x equals 48, because 12 times 4 is 48. So after that, I had you pause and do some, and then we went through them. And that was it with our solving one-step equations. The next thing we looked at is, is it a solution? So we looked at an equation like 5 plus x equals 8. So I would give you a number. So let's say that number was x equals 4. Would you, is that a solution? How do we prove it? So you would have to figure out if it was a solution or if it wasn't. And we would do that by substituting the 4 for x. So we would plug 4 in for x. So instead of 5 plus x equals 8, we would have 5 plus 4 equals 8. And then you would solve. So we combine the like constants, we combine the like terms, and we got 9 equals 8, which is not true because 9 and 8 are not the same number. So we got x equals 4 is not a solution for that. Then I did the first one and I of the homework, and you guys should have done the rest of them. So make sure if you haven't finished the homework, you do. So again, for um, figuring out if a number is a solution, all you're going to do is plug it in for the variable. If both sides equal each other, it is. If they don't equal each other, they are not. So remember, with distribution, we want to do things to both sides of the equations. With finding if a number is a solution, we just plug it in and see if it is equal. So that is it for Thursday's little update, and I will see you on Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down Friday. Happy Friday. It's time for our Friday recap. Our target for today was I can solve two-step equations. So kind of similar to yesterday, solving one-step equations. But now we could, we're maybe doing multiple operations to get x by itself. 
So we had two steps for solving two. We had three steps for solving two-step equations. Wouldn't that have been fun if we had two steps for solving two steps in equations? No, we had three. Okay, so our first step was add or subtract. So whatever the opposite operation of the addition or subtraction is to isolate the variable term. So meaning if you have a constant term being added or subtracted to a variable term, get rid of that one first. Do the opposite operation. Step two was multiply or divide, whatever the opposite operation was, to isolate the variable term. So step one was to get rid of the constant term. Step two is to get rid of the coefficient of the variable term. And then step three was to check the solution. So you'd plug in whatever you got for x back in just to make sure that you got it right. So again, both sides of the equal sign have to be equal. If you do it to one side of the equation, you have to do it to the other. So we started with example one, which was 3x plus 7 equals 19. So for step one, you want to get rid of the constant term to isolate the variable term. So we had 3x plus 7 equals 19. We are going to get rid of the constant term, which in this, in this um, example is 7. So 7 was being added. The opposite upper operation of addition is subtraction. So we now have 3x plus 7 minus 7, that gets rid of it, equals 19 minus 7. So it just is 3x equals 12. So step one, done. Fantastic. Step two, we want to multiply or divide the opposite operation to isolate the variable term. That means we're trying to get rid of whatever the coefficient is. We have 3x, so that is technically 3 times x, so that's being multiplied. So we're going to do 3x divided by 3, which gets rid of the 3. And then we're going to do 12 divided by 3, so you should get x equals 4. Now we're not done. We still have step three, which is to check our solution. But take a minute, make sure you did all your math right, and then move on to step three. So for step three, we're gonna plug in four for x. So our original equation is three x plus seven equals 19. So we're gonna do three times four plus seven equals 19. Three times four is 12. 12 plus seven is 19. 19 equals 19. So you can check that one off. Make sure we're, we're following all three steps because if you follow all three steps, you're more likely to get it right. And also the last step's the most important. That's how you're gonna figure out whether or not you did it wrong. So we did three more examples like that together and I had you try, I believe I actually had you try number four and then you also did five, six, seven, and eight. And then we kind of moved on to I can write and solve an equation to find a number. So we were given two different types of problems one where it was a kind of a word problem where we had to create the equation and another where we were given um, some dimensions of a rectangle and we had to find the perimeter. So we're going to do two examples for this one. We're going to talk about them. So the first example was the sum of twice a number and 13 is 75. So the sum, that means addition. So twice a number and 13 is the sum. So we are adding those together. So we have a plus 13 and we have twice a number. When you say twice a number, we don't know what number it is. So we're gonna use a variable. I always use the variable X because that's kind of something you're just told to do in mathematics, but you could use whatever variable you want. So now we have two times X because that is our twice a number. Plus 13 is 75. You're gonna set that equal to 75. So there we have, that is our original equation. But the thing is we still have to solve for X. So now it is a two-step equation. We have 2x plus 13 equals 75. So first we're gonna get rid of the constant term. So we're gonna subtract 13 from both sides. 
So you have 2x equals 75 minus 13. So you get 2x equals 62. Then we want to get rid of the coefficient term, which is 2. So we're going to divide both sides by 2. So you should get x equals 31. If you plug that back in, you have 2 times 31, which is 62, plus 13, 75 equals 75. So again, be careful with what you're reading. You might want to relook at some of those terms like sum, quotient, plus. Just make sure you know what they mean, what the multiplication words are, the division, addition, and subtraction. So now we're going to go over the perimeter one. So our example we did together was the perimeter of a tennis court is 228 feet. What are the dimensions of the court? So we were given that the length was w and the width was 2w plus 6. The perimeter means you're adding all sides together. And since it was a rectangle, two of the sides, uh, you have two sets of two congruent sides. So that means that there are two w's. Um, so the one side is equal to w, another side is also equal to w, and then one side is equal to 2w plus 6, and another side is also equal to 2w plus 6. So what we did is we added those together. So we had 2w plus 6 plus w plus 2w plus 6 plus w, and then we combined like terms. After we combined like terms, we got 6w plus 6 equal 228. We wanted to define the dimensions of the court, so we had to solve for w. So we wanted to first get rid of the constant term, so we subtracted 6 from both sides. We got 6w equals 222. And then we divided by 6 to get rid of the coefficient because 6 was being multiplied by w. So we divided both sides by 6, and we got w equals 37. Now we're not done. We did find out that the w side does equal 37 feet, but we need to figure out what the 2w plus 6 side equals. So we had, a fig we had a plug in 37 for W. So we had 2 times W, or 2 times 37 plus 6. 2 times the 37 was 74 plus 6 was, sorry about that, plus 6 was 80. So we got that the length was 37 feet and the width was 80 feet. So those are kind of our word problems. There will be problems like that on the assessment on Tuesday. So make sure you are still looking at them and stay tuned because we're about to do an assessment overview. Okay, we are now going to do our assessment review. I'm sorry if you hear people outside. Right now I'm in my classroom and there are people picking up food. So that's going on as we're doing this. So this is a quick assessment overview. So before you take the assessment, I'm going to break down what's on the assessment. The assessment is 10 points. There are 10 questions, so it is one point per question. This is the only assessment I will not be grading by target. So this will be graded on whether or not you get a problem right or wrong. Um, but I will tell you it's organized like the rest of my assessments will be. So first you are asked for your last name to type it in, your first name and your period. So make sure you do those um, in the separate boxes like I ask. And then you're going to see each target and under each target you're going to see questions that go with the targets. So you know what skills you're going to need to use. So our first target is I can combine like terms. There are going to actually be two problems about combining like terms. So remember focus on if they have the same exponents and the same variables. They need both of them to be able to combine like terms. You're going to only pick one answer each for those. There's only going to be one answer. Make sure you're combining all the like terms you can. So combine the constant terms together and then combine the variable terms together if you are able to. And remember, if there is no coefficient for the variable term, technically the coefficient is 1. There's no exponent for the variable term. Technically, that exponent is 1 as well. So our next target that you're going to see is I can solve problems using the distributive property. There are going to be 
two-ish problems. Yes, it is two problems doing that. The first one's pretty easy. All you have to do is distribute the term in front of it. Make sure you're distributing both. Uh, the term you're distributing the coefficient of the parentheses to both terms inside the parentheses. That's super important. The second one, you're going to have to do one step before you. Uh, actually, you don't have to do it before you distribute, but you can. You're going to have to distribute in that one and then combine like terms and solve for x. So it's kind of distribution. It is kind of also a two-step equation, but we did when we did combining like terms and, dist and distribution, we did a couple questions like that. So that is why it is under the distribution target. Our next one is I can solve one-step equations. Um, there's only one problem for that. So remember, when you're solving one-step equations, you want to do the opposite operation. So if it's addition, you're going to subtract. If it's subtraction, you're going to add. If it's multiplication, you're going to divide. And if it's division, you're going to multiply. Next target is I uh, can determine if a given number is a solution. You only have, I believe, one problem with that. So it's going to be a true or false problem. Um, you're just going to plug in whatever they say x equals into the equation and see if it works. Um, then last but not least, you have I can solve two-step equations. Um, so you have a few questions on that. There's uh, four. So basically make sure that you get rid of the constant term first. So you want to do the addition or subtraction first and then do the multiplication or division. There are three of those questions are just like the beginning. They're like the first part of Friday's video. So they're all just the equation is given to you. You have to you have to solve for, we're solving for n and x, so you either have to solve for x, get x by itself, or get n by itself. The last question is kind of the tricky one. It's going to be more similar to the ones where it was like, kind of like you were given the words. So I guess an example would be the one that was like the difference of twice the number and seven is nine. There is one of those on the assessment. It is not that one. I did not reach you the one that was on the assessment. But there is one like that. And then at the bottom, if you take, if you do work on a separate sheet of paper or like say in Kami, I'm giving you an option to add a file for all your other quizzes. And basically you will be, you will be forced to add a file so I can see your work because you're given um, an E, a P, a D, an I or an N based on the work you show. So it will be required. But for this one, it is not. Um, but again, if I can see where you went wrong, I'll be able to help you more. So if you want to, you can submit a picture for your work, but you don't have to. So that is a quick overview of the assessment. So hopefully you listened because now you're going to know every single thing on it. Also, there is going to be an assessment materials that I'm going to put under week one. So definitely do those. Um, I'm going to put all the answer keys up for all the homeworks. Um, I'll talk about that more in class. But if you need anything else, email me. Let me know.
Okay, so that looks like that is everything for our first episode of After Class, our Algebra 1 Week 1 overview. I'm so excited for this podcast. We're going to do so many cool things. Again, if you listen to them, you might get a quiz or an assessment preview, which is super important. And also, if you listen to them, you're just going to make sure that you know the material even better than you already did. So this is meant to help you make sure you use all the resources you can. And if you have any questions, you can always email me or ask me during class or show up to my office hours. Well, I guess that's kind of it all. I guess I'll see you in class.